Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Bedard versus Braden. I know that might be a disservice to everybody else on the ice, but that's what I'm going to be hyping up tonight. How about that? Pretty exciting. Both those players uh, get lots of ice time. Dave Stritch is not shy about playing the kid. Played him in every position on the power play. Warrior kid's good too. Jagger looked good. Won the game for them in a shootout the other night. And those guys aren't all the focus. There are a lot of good players on both sides. So it should be a fun game tonight. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Welcome to a brand new week, everybody. Welcome, Canadian sports fans. Don't mind me. I'm just sharing this on Facebook and all our favorite groups. RP here and uh, Moose DuPont there. Oh, boy. I was taking a photo earlier. I forgot to put those helmets back on the on the desk oh, here. You, right okay. in front of Main I Street. Actually, was... what the heck? What are you going to say? No, I... Go ahead with the hats. I, I thought you were going to leave them up there for the show. Oh, no, I was taking pictures. I want to thank the Theodore Buffaloes senior hockey team for sending us these lids. And I know our listeners can't see it, but our viewers can. And this is one sexy logo. It's the old Buffalo Sabres. How about that? It's the old Buffalo Sabres logo, Theodore Buffs. On the back, it says, hashtag, join the herd. So thank you, Theodore Buffs. I can tell I'm going to be wearing a lot of hats here coming up this spring, and I'm... <laughs> I couldn't be happier about it. But, Dupes, just before we get into the serious talk, you said you hated Theodore. We Can we say that? Hated Theodore. Like, hated them. Man. You growing up in the chicken capital. Oh, yeah. And as a kid watching the senior hockey teams playing playoffs and provincials, I mean, they had one guy, and this was always the guy we picked on. He had the half cage, not the visor. He wore the half cage. Yeah. I mean, he, I think he was a teacher in theater, so he probably wasn't a bad guy. But uh, <laughs> there was incidents of stick swinging in of the course. stands, right? And wild uh, rivalry with Theodore for a while. That's hockey. Oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, hello, everybody. I'm going to get to your comments here in a moment. Hope, hope you had a good Easter, all of you. I certainly did. Um, big show today. Davis Sanchez joining us from the CFL on TSN. He was watching the show last week, and we just uh, and he chimed in, and we said, "Let's bring Davis on and see what he has to say about all of the CFL XFL talk that's going down." And also, Gino DePauli, the voice of the Okotoks Oilers, will be joining us from the AJ, former voice of the White Court Wolverines, and as Darren googled the Humboldt Broncos, Melford Mustangs, and Nippon and Hawks. So he'll talk about our Junior A scoop uh, here in Western Canada. And a lot of NHL. You said he's a Flames fan? That's right. Get his take on that. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the quick six ch- uh, show topics, please, Director Jordan. And while we do that, I'm calling up my weekend leftovers, NHL leftovers, because that's my number one show topic. So, hey, are the Leafs going to win the Stanley Cup? You they s- look very good. They better. Right? I mean, the, there's not that many windows that open up yeah. like this. So they, they do. They do look pretty good. Um, Jack Campbell, I think, is the answer in goal. At least wow. it looks like it right now. They got several choices in goal. Way to go, Leafs. I'm down with it. Starting to become a bit of a fan, believe it or not. Two, the Flames couldn't score and they couldn't defend. That's a tough combo. I watched most of that game last night. And come on. First shot on goal, the Leafs score. You p- is Markstrom hurt? You're paying the guy $6 million. Put him in goal. Sink or swim. COVID Canucks, that's a very, that's a scary story this weekend. And uh, my wife was out of town, so I had a lot of time to surf Twitter. You know what I mean? You bet. And 
I'm seeing the fight between Damian Cox and Eddie Lack, and Darren Dreger was leading the coverage, but our friend Carter in Winnipeg was tweeting that he's heard it's not as bad as the media is saying, and I'm like, oh, boy. I enjoyed when we were just arguing about the CFL and XFL on Twitter. Now it's about what's serious, what's not, COVID restrictions. Oh, my God, stop. You wanted or suggested a poll question. Was it you? Will the Canucks play a game this year, or was it Clark? Yeah, it was the, me. The rest of the year. What would you vote on that? I'd vote yes. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I do. I sure hope so. Here's another one. Vegas's three-game slide. Is this a trend or is it a fad? Well, Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, you have to understand there's alarm bells going off in Vegas that the Knights have lost three in a row, but the Leafs lost three in a row this year, right? Most teams have lost three in a row. It it's, it's just not in Vegas, right? So we're going, oh, boy, are we not as good as we think we are or... Is this just, you know, a slump and every team goes through them? And that's what I think that it is. And but they got to get out of it. And they're Vegas. And leading up to the deadline, it's decided. Do we got to walk away from the table or wait for a new shoe? Exactly. Right? They've been on a heater, right? Do they keep throwing the craps? They're, they're about to reshuffle the deck of cards, right? Right. And then the other one, when do we start paying attention to Florida? The number one team in the National Hockey League. And you've been on that train for a while. Yeah. Kudos to you. Thank you. So that's my uh, weekend NHL leftovers. Uh, point two of the quick six show topics here in the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. And that is, how about those Blue Jays? I watched part of the game yesterday and then caught, what a wonderful pregame show for the Leafs and Flames, was Jays in 30. Right? Just zing, zing, zing. Like for a guy that finds baseball too slow, which I do because I'm an adrenaline junkie and a, a, junkie and a squirrel, Jason 30 is perfect. That's so good. It's got all the hits. It's got all the strikeouts. It's got all the highlights in 30 minutes. It's perfect. So the Jays won at New York. And it just seemed like when you put all those plays together, what Bo Bichette was doing and Vladdy even with his home runs, they looked like an all-star team. And nobody's corrected me yet. I think it took seven until the seventh series last year for the Blue Jays to win a series. And here they won one in the opening weekend. That's exciting. Very. I don't know if they're going to be World Series contenders, but I can tell you what, we're going to be following them game in and game out, and that hasn't always been the case for a long time. Uh, point three, Dub Hub here in the sweatpants capital. What's going on with the Western Hockey League? We've got, uh, well, as of last night, the Brandon Wheat Kings beat the Saskatoon Blades 3-1. They're now tied with identical records atop the subway standings, 9-2-1. Every time I think about the subway hub, I want a sub. It's supposed to work that way, that's, isn't it? That's, that's working. That's yeah. the whole idea of advertising. No kidding. Roast beef here, meatball there. Uh, today, we've got the Pats and the Warriors at 4 o'clock. Connor Bedard and the Regina Pats taking to the ice and will be calling it on Access Now Television. And then tonight, it's Brandon Prince Albert at 8 p.m. Is the Subway Cup going to Manitoba? There's a good chance. Don't look now. Winnipeg and Brandon are two of the top three teams. Yeah. Uh, moving on, spend some time on this. Larry Smith, I don't know how many of you... Did I mention that my wife was out of town this weekend? I had a lot of extra time. It may have come up. I was listening to the Larry Smith interview on TSN 690 Montreal, and I love me some Larry Smith. I love a lot of the CFL commissioners, by the way, because they're good guys. And Larry was one from 92 to 97. He's now a conservative senator. He played for the Alouettes. He was the president of the Alouettes. He's kind of Mr. CFL. But you know what I like about Larry Smith? No BS. He didn't try to fool you ever when he was the commissioner. And in that interview with TSN 690 Montreal, Larry Smith said, listen, I don't even want to talk about a merger with the XFL. Nothing. Because Tony Marinero, the host, kept bringing it up. He's like, listen, 
It's about this year. What's happening this year? They have to play. If they got to sell patches on the jerseys or find other ways to make money, but they got to play. And then he would sit back and go, but I don't know how they're going to do it. I have nothing to do with the league. But out of sight, out of mind, which is what I was saying a year ago, right? And people are, no, Rod, that's not a thing. Well, when Larry Smith says it, apparently it's a thing now. And he said, and the sponsors will forget about you real fast too. Larry Smith wants answers, and he speaks for a lot of CFL fans and followers that we all want some answers here. So it's Wednesday. It'll be a month since Randy Ambrosi dropped the XFL-CFL collaboration bomb. We haven't heard from him since. Training camps are supposed to open in a month. It's time. And Larry, let's let the conservative Senator Larry Smith say it. It's time, guys. What do you think about all that? Yeah, I mean, he's right. Out of sight, out of mind. And it's always a fine line of what's too far gone and what's not. And, you know, where do people start spending their money? Now, this past year, you might be able to get away with it because there's a pandemic and everybody's staying home and they're not necessarily replacing that spend with other things, right? But as we start to get more vaccinations and we start to be able to travel and now we're looking at COVID as a thing we have to plan for, but we're still open, you know, doing things again. Now you're going to start spending your time and your money elsewhere. So this whole summer and fall, when we're back to starting to do a few things, camping and traveling and, and spending our summers, spending that, that money we would spend on football, now it becomes a real problem. It really does. Absolutely. And the one thing that Larry Smith said, and, and then we'll move on, although I, a good chunk of our viewers are CFL fans, so we could spend the whole warm-up on this. And Davis Sanchez is coming up next segment to talk about this and more. But Larry Smith said, maybe are the owners going to bite the bullet? He said, they're going to lose money anyways, so are they going to bite the bullet to play? And what bothers me is, if they were going to bite the bullet to play, they would have bitten the bullet already and probably would have played last last year. Right? So what really disturbs me is I think in a lot of cases they have the money, but they're not willing to spend it on a bubble format. I know it's incredibly expensive, but at least you're going down swinging as opposed to just going down without a fight, which would be really embarrassing for the Canadian Football League. So you see my point on that, right? And then the other thing is Larry Smith said, the commissioner is a servant for the owners. Of course, in my mind, I had a, uh, <laughs> a vision of Randy Ambrosi with a towel over his hand and a serving tray walking him to Bob Young. Ice team, Mr. Young? Do you know what I mean? That was my mind, the way I thought. <laughs> and poor Randy, that he's got to be the servant for these guys. He's the one in front of the finance committee at the House of Commons saying, they're like, what do you need? $150 million should do it. And the three MPs are like, get bent. Okay, we'll take 30 <laughs> Come on. So anyways, that's my take on Larry Smith. I really admire him. In the, in the 90s when the CFL was dying and they had to bring in the American teams for the expansion fees, Larry would be sitting, Darren, at news conferences at the head table and go, look, we're dying here. This is what we have to do. You know what I mean? When I said no BS, that's yeah. what I admire about Larry. You, when he talks, you trust him. How many people are left like that anymore? Uh, point five. Somebody brought up in the comment section here, March Madness. This is amazing, by the way. So I completely missed the Gonzaga last-minute shot Suggs with the winner of the night because I was watching the Golden Knights blow the game against Minnesota. Apparently, yeah. I missed a big deal. 
But it doesn't matter because tonight's the big game. Figure this one out. Tipping off at 9.20 Eastern. Most people are going to bed, I think. But it's 7.20 Mountain out here in the Western Canada, so that's great. And this guy right here stands to win thousands because it's between you and another guy. You and another guy. Did you know that? Did, did Dan the Situation Cervelli write you and tell you that? Because he wrote me. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm the only one in the entire pool that picked Baylor to win. And I had Baylor, Gonzaga in the final. Unbelievable. And all these other people, you included, have Gonzaga to win. But of all, obviously, you're going to get the same amount of points. So whoever's in first of those people who have Gonzaga to win, it's yeah. me and him. Um, whoever wins the game tonight takes home the cheese. I'm, I Color me excited. It's down to the two of you. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm in. So this little podunk <laughs> from the chicken capital, Winyard, Saskatchewan, might win this U.S. March Madness bracket against all these Philly guys. Yeah. That they watched the show down there and invited us into their pool, and he's going to – I can't believe it. Good for you. Thank I will you. be pulling for the Baylor Bears tonight. Thank you. For your case. Thank you. Uh, this is the warm-up, by the way, for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. New tagline here from the Greek Freak at the Four Seasons. Order a fabulous Four Seasons pizza and your favorite beverage for takeout and delivery. One-stop shopping. Call or order online. Maybe pick one up in time to watch the Pats and the Moose Jaw Warriors at 4 p.m. today. Leave work early and catch the Pats and Warriors in the Dub Hub. And point six, it's Masters Week, Masters Monday. We're getting invited to go into all these pools, and that March Madness bracket was only 25 bucks U.S. I see our good friends and partners at the Deer Valley Golf and Estates have invited us into their Masters pool. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. So what's the deadline for entry on that? I didn't click on the email yet. I just saw the title of it. I'm assuming Wednesday because, or, you know, prior to teeing off on Thursday. But, uh, yeah, I got to get into that, too. I'll... I'll be all over it. They ask, I'll do it. Spieth won yesterday. That was exciting. Yeah. I can't believe he hasn't won since 2017. Where's the time He was going? winning everything then, yeah. too, right? He's crushing. Yeah. He was the face of Under Armour. He made me want to wear more Under Armour because of Jordan Spieth. Um, who would you take in the Masters? I might just go with Spieth. Yeah, it's hard. Maybe you know, he's getting on a roll. He's rolling. You know, Dustin Johnson's going to be good. Um, it's hard not to, you know, like a guy like Deshaun. But there's a lot of really competitive, uh, a lot of guys who can win. Um, I don't know yet. Tony Finau, you know, can't get over the hump. He might be my guy. I really want him to win. Masters Monday. And thanks for the invite, Deer Valley. The Masters pool, I'll tell you this. I don't usually pay attention to the Masters till Sunday, but now that we're going to be in this pool, that's how betting works, right? Yeah. You're going to be following it all the way through. It's amazing oh, yeah. how it works. Uh, so those are the quick six show topics. By the way, the rock star of the day from our last show on Thursday, it's been a long time since we were on the air, was Reed Johnson from the XFL Mark podcast. And he's becoming something of a demi-star mm -hmm. in Canada with his XFL podcast. So way to go, Reed. You're the rock star of the day from Thursday's show. Uh, Habs for Life writing, he's watching on YouTube, says, a show on Easter Monday? MVPs. Listen, we couldn't go more than three days without a show. We, we couldn't do it. No. You know what? And we kicked it around. Were we going to have a show or not? And was it not Director Jordan who said, yeah, let's work? Yeah. We're here because of Director Jordan. They tell us to work. We don't yeah. tell them oh, to work. Oh, exactly. We all have a voice around here. Lauren Smith watching on Facebook says, good morning from Kamloops. Good morning, Mr. Smith. Todd uh, Pinkney Pinks, one of our P1s, says, take Spieth. I'm going to if I can. 
Drew Koser from the Off the Hosel podcast, hockey and golf podcast, says, uh, Justin Thomas. Well, it's going, we're going to, yeah. We're, we'll be laying down bets with Come On Official. See who Come On has as the leader, the favorite. Yeah, I'm going to check that out right now. Um, and then people, <laughs> they're already congratulating you, Moose, for making it to the final of the March Madness. And I'm guessing you're saying don't congratulate anything yet. You haven't won anything yet. If you ain't first. You're last. Exactly. Says that noted philosopher, Ricky Bobby. Uh, Yeah, we'll continue rolling with the comments. We'll uh, break now and bring in Davis Sanchez next. It's a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us for coffee, everybody. Caliber Coffee. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It certainly is. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Davis Sanchez is going to be joining us from the Remington Parkway Golf Course in Toronto. Clark is just trying to establish connection with Davis now. Football guys. Don't miss that. I know. Um, so we're, we're getting him from uh, YouTube. A viewer named It's Funny Baseball Cat writes in and says, Do you know Ethan Bear? Yes, we know Ethan Bear very well. He's been right here in this bunker. Proud warrior from Ochapaway's First Nation here in Saskatchewan. Yes, we know uh, Ethan Bear and we love him. Proud member of the Edmonton Orders. Which, speaking of, Prairie Mobile, sorry, the uh, poll question here for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center today is this. Which Scotia North Division team will be the most active buyer at the deadline? And our options are Toronto, Edmonton, Montreal, or Winnipeg. I put that in uh, alphabetical order. And I voted for Winnipeg, and they're leading on Twitter with 31% of the vote. Darren, what's, what are they saying on Facebook? Montreal at 39, followed by Winnipeg at 36. So those are the, I'd lean that way. I think Edmonton and Toronto are pretty comfortable with what they have. Um, I could see Winnipeg making some moves for sure. They're right there. Well, but, what do you think Toronto needs? I don't think, I'm watching most of the games, they are mowing everybody. I know. They're, they're beating the top teams. You know, they Not by a lot, but they're still beating them. Some of the insiders are saying a top six forward, but I'm like, I don't know where you fit another forward in, but maybe you do. Um, I would have thought goaltending to, to shore that up, but I think you're pretty comfortable with Jack Campbell. Um, and then Freddie, if he gets on a heater, and Hutchins. Like, they're good there. A depth defenseman. You can always get better. You know, when you look at the teams that win Tampa, St. Louis before, they just come four-line waves, right? Uh, Toronto's doing that. I don't know that there's a lot you need to add. I'm with you. And with the Oilers, this is why, by the way, that I was so hard on them all year. I was hard on them last year. What did they really add from last year? Not a lot. They're a good team. They're a good team. Actually, they could be a great team. And you see it when they play to their best and they play for each other and they commit to defensive hockey, which Dave Tippett's been begging them to do. And finally, they are. I don't think Edmonton needs a lot. Winnipeg. 
could use some help and they know it. And that's why I voted for Winnipeg. But it looks like they will be in the playoffs. And then for tonight, for the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're at Calgary. And I, I, I mentioned I watched Jason 30 and then it just rolled right into the Flames-Leafs game. And I see Ryan Leslie, oh, our good friend, right? Yeah. Les, uh, opening the broadcast saying, it's like Dumb and Dumber. You're saying there's a chance. Re- alluding to the Flames making the playoffs. I'm like, oh boy. We still got almost a half a season left, and they are talking about the Flames on their own broadcast about missing the playoffs. Don't! So I get if that's the, if they're out of it before the trade deadline, you got to start selling pieces off. You have to, yeah, because you're gonna blow it up in the summer anyways. You might as well start now, and you could get some good value back for sure. You could. So, yeah, I like that. I like that for, for Calgary. All right. We'll get to more of your viewer comments in a moment, but let's go out to Remington Parkway Golf Course in Toronto. Golf courses are open out there. I love it. Davis Sanchez, CFL, NFL alum joins us from the CFL on TSN. Look at look, him smiling. Of course he's smiling. How you doing, Sanchez? <laughs> uh, Dan, the golf course is always a good day, right? So uh, <laughs> Better yeah, than a bad day at work. Course. That's what they say, isn't it? Yeah. Have you teed off already, Davis? We have, yeah, yeah. We uh, I think I'm on about uh, about five right now. But uh, beautiful, beautiful day out here. My game is atrocious. Uh, first first round of the year, like I said, but uh, enjoying it. Well, listen, we will not keep you long, but I'm very humbled you'd take the time to join us, Davis. Look, XFL, CFL. Let's start there. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, lots. I I do appreciate. I, would, I will say this, Roddy. I appreciate you guys during the. During the days, weekdays, sitting around, uh, a lot of us are at home right now. Being able to talk CFL midweek on your, on your show, I've enjoyed it a lot. And, and uh, I do apologize for being out on the course. I've been looking forward to looking forward to talk to you guys uh, for a bit now. So uh, it sucked. This landed on a holiday. Ended up being on the golf course. But uh, but uh, yeah, there's been a lot of conversation about this. And and the one thing I I do want to say, and I haven't heard a lot about this, but I, I think for guys who are playing right now, the current players. It's really hard to to get an accurate feel uh, of how these guys, um, you know, their comfort with this or or their excitement for a possible merger. Uh, when you realize that it's probably going to take away from the chance of these guys getting on the field this year or um, you know sooner, and that to me is, is something that hasn't been talked about enough. You know, these guys have already missed a whole year of checks. Most guys that didn't get signing bonuses. And I could imagine. I mean, it's it's been tough for these guys, and and now you're talking about, uh, you know, merger a merger, which in the long term, financially can benefit these guys. But you know, the reality says if you're putting energy on on this merger, it could take away from the likelihood of these guys getting checks this year. Now we haven't heard that, but I think that's just reality. So I take with a grain of salt anything that I hear from players uh, and their. Uh, in their reluctancy um, with this merger for that reason. Well, it makes perfect sense. What about all the big-name guys that have retired? Can you speak on that? Because the average fan doesn't really understand why they're doing it. You know, I know, but it's not good when you lose stars like that. I think there's a, you know, to to your point, the star-star guys that are guaranteed to make X dollars when we return, those guys, you're not going to see a ton of those guys return. But if I'm a guy that's, you know, in the middle or towards the end of my run, you got to move on. And I, I think that's, you know, I, 
if you don't know you're you're certain to be on a roster, you're certain to make X dollars, and and you know uh, you're closer to the end than the beginning, I think that would be a time I would have I would have jumped off as well. And I I completely understand. And I don't think it goes to a fact they don't believe in what's possible or or they don't like it. I think more a fact is just uh, you gotta gotta make a move. And to add to that, guys, is you know if you're a if you're a player right now and and you're retiring or you're leaving the game uh, and you're not sh- certain to be guaranteed, uh, what else do you do? Uh, you, you don't. You can't wait around. And that's why you see guys saying they're not coming back or di- displeased with how things are going. It's uh, it's because they're they're not certain. There's no guaranteed contracts, and that's uh, that's a tough pill to swallow. Hey, last one for you, Sanch, because I don't want to hold you up. And by the way, our viewers want to see your swing, so I'm just going to put that out there. Are you, do you are you fearful for the future of Canadian amateur football vis-a-vis the ratio for pros or just how this trickles down all the way into minor football? Look, I'm I'm a huge advocate for the CFL. If we could keep, you know, this CFL the way it is and it was sustainable moving forward, that would be my vote. No question about it. But it seems as though that's not a reality anymore. So with that being said, Maybe move on and uh, and look at this merger as, as uh, something viable. To add to, to your question about about junior football or, or amateur football in Canada, the ratio is something um, that's a must. I don't care how this merger takes place, what rules we play. The one thing that's got to be there, um, if we're playing in Canada, which we're going to be, is there has to be a ratio. And it's probably not going to be the same, but there's got to be a ratio. That, that gives kids like myself and so many others, uh, you know, the possibility to play pro football, um, you know, to see somebody in your in your neighborhood that's doing, um, you know, what you dream to do. I would have never played. I ended up playing the NFL, and you know, as we know, and, and, and starting as a, in the National Football League, but I would have never played pro football at all if it wasn't for the CFL. I needed the ratio because I was a late bloomer, just like so many others. Um, I just think it's it's crucial to... For the ratio, you know, that's that's where you got to draw a line in the sand is, is the ratio, in my opinion. Absolutely. You're making a lot of sense. Listen, we'll let you go. You're looking fresh, by the way. I love I love what you got going on there. Can your partner show us your swing? Everybody wants to see it. Do you want to do that or not, Davis? Oh, oh, I'm, uh, I'm headed. They're ahead of me right now on the green. I'm going to drive up to them, but uh, I appreciate you guys. Thanks, Roddy, and uh, hopefully we'll do it again, and I'll be uh, – at the house, we can chop it up again, and uh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing, fellas. All right, hit him straight. Yeah, thanks, Davis Sanchez. Look at wow. So he, we couldn't see his swing because he's putting, and we. Oh man, that tells you what kind of guy he is, right there. Right, that he would sit on the side of the fairway. So go ahead, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'll catch up. And uh, <clears throat> by the way, my favorite. I've got a lot of Davis Sanchez stories, but I remember him coming into. The old place, Taylor Field, with Rick Moffat. Davis was doing color for the Alouettes. Rick Moffat was doing the play-by-play. And he hadn't eaten. Again, players, right? He's hungry. They're always hungry. Oh, yeah. He's like, Rod, where's the, where's the meat room? Where's the food? I'm like, um, we don't have one. This was like two hours before the game. And I said, at halftime, I think they bring sandwiches out or potato chips. I never eat it, Davis, but I, you, know, you got to eat before you came. Well, he just expected there would be food there because in Montreal, they bring pizza, they bring veggie trays, they bring everything in Montreal, but not here. So I took him. I said, 
come with me. And we went into the luxury uh, suite seating. Yeah. What'd they call it? Club seating? It's getting to be a long time ago. And there they got the whole buffet fit for a king, right? But you pay a lot of dough for those seats. And, uh, and then I found out, after, and then David just, just garging, right? Most, he went for the hot dogs immediately and uh, some nachos, I think. And then I found out that after all these years of doing the play-by-play, I'd never been in there until I took Davis in there in about 2016. I could have gone on in there for 20 years. Unbelievable. And I never went in there. I know. Wild. Oh! Right? Those are, the, those are the real mistakes that you learn. Yes. Yeah. So then in the new place, I was going in there every game. And the food was actually that much better. Anyways... There's your thoughts on Davis Sanchez. And that's a, that's a lot to munch on there, by the way. Yeah. Great comments from him. Yeah. I just want to check in on some of the viewer comments, by the way. Chris Griffin watching on Facebook says, We will find a way to save the CFL in Saskatchewan. Viewer Darren Bradley says, Yep, we would. But what about the other teams? They sadly will not. That is the crisis that... I'm not sure they understand here in the rectangle or other prairie places. Yeah, we had two telethons back in the day to save the riders, but the rest of the league was fine. Now the whole league needs a telethon. That's right. From Trent in Norway. Norway calling. Keep the ratio so Canadians get a chance. Sanchez nailed it today. Thanks for bringing him on. Stay well, everyone. Are we going to go down the road of how this is going to look? Because I'm more than willing to. I, I'm just wondering. We're a month into this. Like, is it, I know. Is it worthwhile? We could. Because I will just say, before we break and come back with a sports update, Larry Smith was saying all the things that I've been saying for a month, and they're just common sense. They're just common sense. They need to find a way to raise more money than ticket sales or other ways. And they got to play this year. Or they're done. Or they're done. And yet we're sitting here a month away from training camp and uh, we don't know whether they're going to play or not. And with the COVID, what they need is a bubble, as you know, and to find the money to do that. How are they not raising money to do that? Now, I think, I think it's unfair that the government's saying you can't play, yet the government won't give them money. I don't like that. But I'm a, I'm a sports guy. And I had people, and one of them is probably watching right now, Don McNeil in uh, Central Ontario, says, Rod, step outside your sports bubble. There's other things going on besides sports. That's true. But I am a sports guy. I can't completely change the way that I think. Right? And the whole point is, with a breakout with the Vancouver Canucks and, and what the NHL's doing, they found a way to safely play, and it all had to do with testing. But the Canucks had an outbreak, so they can't play. Pretty simple, right? Yeah. And people are saying, why are they playing? There's so many more important things. It's just a game. We've stopped talking <clears throat> to those people, right? We've stopped even listening to them. That's right. Because sports is an industry. Sports is a business. The National Hockey League is not a hobby. So if you don't want to watch it, don't. But the CFL has been unable to find a way to play because it costs too much. And they don't want to pay their own money. And that, and that just reminds me, this is the last point I'll make before we break, from Leonard on the Prairie Mobile text line at 306-840-8777. He says, what is disturbing 
You have Canadian billionaires that have the money that could subsidize the CFL, but they're just too cheap. And that is why some billionaires brag the reason why they're rich is because they don't use their own money. They use other people's money more like taxpayers. That's not entirely true. There's a lot of rich guys. I know a ton of them that want nothing to do with the Canadian Football League because it's a money hole. So the guys that are the billionaires and millionaires owning CFL teams, they're willing to pay the money for the ego stroke they get to own the teams. But now they're in too deep. Right? It's expensive. That, that's where we're at. Yeah. So we'll, we got a sports update coming up. We'll continue all this. You're watching the RP Show Monday Morning Coffee Get Together. Thanks for joining us on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. And you might have, what are you laughing at? Nothing. What we were talking about in the yeah. break. Um, if you notice the little new decor here, it won't stay here forever, but I love these hats from the Theodore Buffalo Senior Hockey Club, Theodore Saskatchewan. Hashtag join the herd on the back. Can't wait to bust that out. We'll be on the courses sooner or later, but didn't that Remington Parkway golf course look beautiful there in Toronto? Yeah. They got a much longer golf season there than we do. I've noticed that. And obviously we envy the folks on the West coast. I can golf almost year round. Yeah, I think the day in some of the Victoria courses, they only close on Christmas. Well, in Nanaimo, they golf year, like on the island. Yeah, and in Vancouver, I follow, well, Jay Prepchuk, right, with the UBC Thunderbirds. He's a quarterback's coach there. He's a big golf guy, and I always see on his Instagram, he's sending me photos of him on the golf course almost daily. Well, I said we'd have a sports update, and I got it ready to go, but we are over a year into this thing. And this is a sports program, so I'm guessing the people that are watching are sports fans, but Caesar is watching and says there is literally nothing going on outside other than sports. Nothing. Like that sports and entertainment, entertainment and sports, they kind of go hand in hand. It is an industry. And think about this for a second. We talk about the lack of sports that's not at the major league level. But what about the concerts? You know, they tried those 150 capacity concerts, right? Chantal Kraviasek did one in Saskatoon. I think they did one here. Clearly, they've realized they can't make a go of it that way. Not at 150 people. Clearly. At $100 a ticket, what's that, 15 grand? That's a house party. Yeah, once you pay, you know, for the facility and you're paying the band and you're paying everything, there's, there's no money to be had. No. But that's, we're a sports show. We're not an entertainment show. But nobody's talking about them. What are they doing? So, Lorne, watching Lorne Goldenberg, says, Rod, Lorne from Pittsburgh here. It's been a while since, but as Davis indicated, the ratio is the most important aspect of preserving Canadian football. The Players Association and the two leagues can negotiate from there. Absolutely. Let me get this sports updated, and then we'll get, bring everybody in for the talk. 
Austin Matthews and Johnny Tavares had a goal and an assist, and the Leafs topped the Flames 4-2 Sunday night. The result improved Toronto's record as 6-3-1 in their last 10. Calgary won't have to wait long for a rematch. The Flames host the Leafs again tonight. An extraordinary two-way performance from Shohei Otani. The Angels star pitched and hit in the same game for the first time since moving to the majors. Ohani threw a 100.6 mile-an-hour fastball at the top of the first, then homered in the bottom of the inning. What a game that was on Sunday night baseball. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Randall Grichuk homered in the second inning as the Toronto Blue Jays beat the New York Yankees 3-1. Toronto won the season opening series two games to one, and Vladdy had a hit in all three games. Jays are at Texas this afternoon. The Boston Red Sox fell to their first 0-3 start at Fenway Park since 1948. They fell 11-3 to the Baltimore Orioles on Sunday. The O's picked up their first sweep in Boston since August of 2017. And don't look now, but the Orioles lead the division. What is this? Backwards week? I know. (laughs) Hey, Baltimore, I thought you were in first place, but I had the newspaper upside down. Oh, wait, they are in first place. (laughs) The Ottawa Blackjacks of the Canadian Elite Basketball League announced... Today, the signing of Ball State star forward and American Tajay Teague. A six foot eight forward from Indianapolis, Indiana, Teague played four seasons with Ball State University, where he averaged 11.8 points and 7.4 rebounds in 129 collegiate games. The cousin of NBA players Jeff and Marquis Teague, Tajay has played two games for Team Rome in the 2020 Euro Basket Summer League in Indianapolis. See the CEBLs finding a way to play. Come June. After nearly four years, Justin Spieth is a winner again on the PGA Tour. The three-time major champion finally put an end to his slump by winning the Texas Open. Spieth had not won since he captured the British Open in 2017. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. And while we're stroking the sponsors here, Darren has found the odds from Come On Canada, our official betting partner, for the 2021 Masters, which tees off on Thursday. You forwarded it to Clark? I did. And he said, give him a minute. So we were just saying, who are we going to take in the Deer Valley Masters pool if we had a choice? Because who knows, right? Draw a number and who's going to be available when you're picking. Right. And I said, I, I, I took Justin Spieth in the last Masters pool through ballers. Yeah. Got my ass handed to me. I know. Off the top, well, do you want to call Spe- it up? Spieth or? is good. Dustin Johnson's the favorite rolling in. Um, obviously, he's one of the, the top-ranked golfer in the world. Um, so Dustin Johnson's number one. There you uh, go. There you go. Jordan Spieth, number two. DeChambeau coming off a, a, a big win, too. Um, there's Justin Thomas, who I really am a fan of. He's really coming on, maybe playing the best golf to this year. Rory's a hit and miss, right? He can be really good or he can be off the charts um, bad and miss the cut. So it's it's interesting. It's, it's a deep field for sure. I like Tony Finau's not on that list. I think he's playing. I'd have to check the, the field. But I, I've been a big fan of Tony Finau's. He just can't get over the hump and get that win. Um, so there you go. Spieth, number two. Place your bets at Come On Official. ComeOn.com or download the app. You can find them on Twitter at Come On Official. Uh, Michael Hunter has written in a couple of times on Facebook, so we got to answer his question. He says, Roddy, question for you guys. 
maybe a stupid question because it seems too easy, but what if the CFL did a streaming service for games? For example, $10 a game. Say there's a million people watching. That's $10 million a game. Seems too easy, but tell me I'm out to lunch on this. Zero health risk for fans. You're out to lunch on this, Michael. Sorry to tell you, and we've been talking about it since last summer. A, they already have an existing television deal with TSN. B, they don't get a million fans watching a game as it is for free. No. Let alone paying $10 a head. It's more like three to 500000 right? Riders are playing. Typically a big draw. You get up to 800000 would be a really, good, a really good week for viewership. And that's people who are already paying for television. So, I mean, I pay $10 a month for my streaming service. Right, whether it's Netflix, fourteen dollars. Well, I don't know what they are. Right. Yep. So per game, probably not happening. But overall, I think people don't want to pay to watch sports and feel they shouldn't have to. I mean, I watched the Fan Control Football League on Twitch. That was a free app to download, or maybe it was five bucks. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I watched it for free. But I would suggest that the CFL has peeked in the, to that and realized, hey, it would be an infringement of their current broadcast deal with TSN, which goes for another five, six years seven years and that's why they're probably the biggest reason why they're not looking at that look we'll take a break and come back with viewer takeover right after this you're watching the rp show on game plus tv and 24-hour sports talk for suds full service car wash at rodpeterson.com listen live head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back. It's Viewer Takeover, and uh, you folks have a lot to say today. So just hang on. John Kirby in Edmonton says, sorry I'm late. Thought you guys were off today because it's a holiday in Alberta. I thought it was across Canada. Anyways, have you talked about the Vancouver Canucks yet? Uh, we did way back in the start. Very first thing we talked about in the quick six show topics. So go back and rewind, John. You know that guy Calgary and John Burns that drops all the dough on us? Yeah, I do. I didn't see his comment come in early that he paid for, but he's written it again. He said, I thought my super chat had a good question about the NHL trade deadline. Did you see it? I would think players on COVID couldn't be traded, making things difficult for the Canucks. The last thing the Vancouver Canucks are worried about right now is making trades. The last thing they're worried about is that. Yeah. You agree? I agree. And it all depends on how these players are doing. Like, you're not going to get, whether you're allowed to or not, no one's going to trade for a player who's not going to come be able to come and play at a high level. Right? Mm-hmm. So it becomes, it becomes really difficult. <clears throat> well, and that's why we, in our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, it is... Which Scotia North Division team will be the most active buyer at the deadline? I don't even have Vancouver as an option. I put in the teams that look like they're going to make the playoffs in this division. Toronto, Edmonton, Montreal, Winnipeg. And it's fairly close, but leading on Twitter is Winnipeg at 31%. Darren, what are they saying on Facebook? 36% Winnipeg now has eclipsed Montreal. So that's pretty exciting if you're a Jets fan. You people in Winnipeg. I think everybody's expecting that Chevy's, man, that guy does a good job. Very little heat on Kevin Chevaldeoff ever. It's always Maurice. Only if they lose two in a row 
It's shocking to me that they're yeah. actually talking about firing Paul, Paul Maurice. Not they as in the Jets. They as in Winnipeg Jets fans. Insane to me. <clears throat> William May is watching on Facebook. He says, who is taking the hit with all these stadiums empty? I've quite often wondered that myself. I don't really know. I mean, I've seen these CFL leaders come out and say, they must play in 2021. They must play. A month away from the training camp, we still don't know if they're going to play. And we heard them say that they were going to be out of money. We heard all these. I don't know how they're doing it. Do you know? You're the business guy. Who owns the stadiums? That's who takes the hit, right? I mean, I look at Saskatoon and Sastel Center, you know, and, and who owns the stadium. You know, that's who, who is paying for it, has, whether they have payments to make and they have staff to maintain the facility and they've got bills to pay. So you got to make those payments. And if you can't, then you got to figure out financing options. So whoever owns the stadium becomes the riders aren't exactly taking a hit. I mean, unless they've got the lease agreement, right? And they've got to make payments and they're spending that money. But the city's got to pay to have the lights on and pay all those utilities. And they're not getting the per game rate or they've negotiated, you know, whether it's concessions or, or a share of ticket prices. So it becomes, you know, a real mess in a hurry. Naylor wrote a column last week that basically said the CFL teams are fine. That was the sense I got. I don't know if you read it or not, but uh, that they've got money. And by the way, with the SJHL president coming on last week, Bill Chow, I know it's apples and oranges, CFL to SJHL, but the similarity is that neither one's playing, neither one has any money, but they've also, we were told that nobody's in danger of folding. So maybe that's the case with the CFL. We're not getting any details, if you've noticed, from CFL teams at all. And uh, Blake Burns, where is it? He said, what are the, he says, what do the Leafs need via trade? I don't know where the comment went. Blake, we, here it is. What do the Leafs need from Blake J. Brown? We covered that 30 minutes ago. You're late. Coffee starts at 10 Mountain every day. You came in late. Next hour, we'll continue with more of you and Gino DiPaoli, the voice of the Okotoks Oilers, joining us to talk some Junior A. Stick around after this break here on Game Plus. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.